What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Beyond the Ball Live. Welcome to Beyond the Ball Live. I'm your host, Jonathan Jones, and we're going to dive in. And today, I'm going to talk about, right, today, what we're going to talk about, what we're going to talk about. Today, we're going to talk about how to build a movement, how to build a movement. Okay, so if you're an entrepreneur, hey, you're going to want to tap in on this one. If you're a student athlete, you're going to want to tap in. We're going to talk about how to build a movement, all right? And this is Beyond the Ball Live, so let's go ahead and get into the intro, and I got that content ready for you. Welcome to Beyond the Ball Podcast. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. All right, so everybody, like I said, welcome. Uh, this is Beyond the Ball Live. And this is something that we're going to start doing more regularly on Thursdays. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the reason why I wanted to do this is because I think that now in today's time, there is such a great opportunity for us to build something awesome, right? And if I really get into the nuts and bolts of it and really get down to the nitty gritty, um, there was a time to where it was easier for people to buy things just off you convincing them that they should buy it, right? So you telling people, y'all need to buy this, y'all need to buy that, just off the strength of them believing you and taking you at your word and the thing to do what it's supposed to do, all right? So let, let, let's go a little bit deeper, all right? So today what I specifically want to dive in and talk a little bit about is my story. And over the next few Thursdays, as we continue to go live, I'm going to be pulling from my book, Process, 14 surprising simple behaviors to skyrocket millennials to success and the first chapter starts off with be thankful be thankful john what does that have to do with building a brand what does being thankful have to do anything with building your brand i'm glad you asked so starting out for me what i used to do right around 2014 uh, I started something called the No Complain Campaign. And it came about all because of my manager, Marlene Luna, at True Religion. Shout out to Marlene, okay? As I was young, and I was just immature, right? Lacked leadership skills and everything like that. And Marlene asked me to come into work five minutes early. So what did I start doing? I started coming into work five minutes late. And then the opportunity came to where I was asking for more hours to work. And then Marlene was saying, John, I can't give you more hours to work because you're not ready for that. And then when I do give you more hours that you ask for, then you complain. So therefore, it doesn't make sense for me to give you more hours for you to work, to have you here complaining about your job, complaining about everything and saying how much you don't want to be here, but you ask for it, right? So, y'all, during this time, um, my attitude was really, really negative. Can we be honest? Like, do you know somebody in your life who has like a really, really negative attitude? You know somebody in your life who they bring the party down. They bring the room down, right? So that was me, okay? That was me. And then I'm to the point to where uh, now, we're doing our evaluations. So our manager is calling us in the back and then we're having a conversation with her, right? She's asking us, 
how do we feel that our performance is? How are you performing? How's the team doing? All this good stuff, right? All that. And then there was a young lady, her name was Kamisha. She went to the back and then Marlene told her what she thought. You know, great. You're doing wonderful. You're doing great on sales. Keep this up. Keep that up. And then she came out and I said, Kamisha, how did it go? She said, John, it went great. I just got a raise. I just got a raise. And I said, oh, awesome. I said, how much was it? And then she told me, right? It was like a couple of dollars, nothing too serious, nothing too steep. And I said, oh, surely if she got a couple of dollars raise, then I know it's about to be payday for your boy. Do you hear me? I said, it's about to be payday for your boy. All right. So then after that happened, then what are we doing next? She says, Jonathan, do you mind coming to the back for me? I said, sure, Marlene. Why, why not? So I go to the back and, you know, we're talking, going back and forth. And then she said, Jonathan, uh, your sales, they're great. I said, thank you. She said, Jonathan, the way that you get along with your teammates, your colleagues, it's great. I said, thank you. She said, however, um, your attitude, your attitude is really bad. And I said, what do you, what do you mean my attitude is bad? She said, Jonathan, every time you come to work, you're complaining about this. You're complaining about that. You're complaining about doing the bare essentials of the job that you were hired to do. Anybody out, anybody out there know what I'm talking about? Y'all, we're talking about, we're, 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 we're talking about today how to build a movement, okay? Don't get lost. We're talking about how to build a movement today, all right? Don't, don't get lost. Stay with me. Stay with me. So then after, um, then after going through that conversation, then I walk out the office because she offered me a 50 cent an hour raise. And I was offended. I was like, what? 50 cents an hour? Are you serious? And I said, actually, Marlene, I'm good. You can keep it. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm really good on that. You can actually keep the raise. I don't need it. Uh, you do whatever you want to do with it, but I ain't taking it. The audacity of me, right? The audacity of me. So then this is what ended up happening, right? This is what ended up happening. Then Marlene leaves and she goes on vacation for three days. And then when she comes back, right? Because I was trying to catch up. I was like, wait, Marlene, wait, don't leave. Don't leave. She said, nope, nope, Jonathan, I'm not talking to you. You're not about to ruin my vacation. Nope, nope, nope. I'm gone. Got to go. I'll talk with you when I get back. And the thing that I didn't understand then was the thing that I understand very clearly now was Marlene was trying to set me up for success on the front end, helping me with my attitude helping me be a more aware and more conscious of my words, helping me to put certain things in place so that I understood how to do business the right way and how to be able to operate to where people actually want to be around me. So Marlene came back, right? And after she came back after three days, and then I was like, Marlene, she said, no, Jonathan, I want to talk. I said, Marlene, wait, 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 wait. I said, Marlene, I had time to think, right? I said, Marlene, I was out of pocket. Then I had to apologize for her. 
And then that was the moment when I had to realize that there was so much more that I had to be grateful for than there was then for me to complain about, right? And this was when the no complain campaign came about, all right? This is when the no complain campaign came about. And the thing that I want to break down here is with the no complain campaign, um, and this is where we're, we're diving into the content today, talking about how to build a movement, right? The no complain campaign was something that God laid on my heart. And ultimately, it was for me to focus on the things that I have to be grateful for versus focusing on the things that I'm complaining about all the time. Focus on what I can be grateful for. I'm grateful that God woke me up this morning. I'm grateful for the opportunity to have a job. I'm grateful to have a partner. I'm grateful to have this or that. Whatever it is in your life that you have to be grateful for. And then as I began to tell the story to other people, right? If you're listening, if you're taking notes, this is the part where you want to get your tablet, you want to get your pen, you want to get your pencil, you want to get your notebook, whatever it is. When you begin to tell the story, of your brand, when you begin to tell the story of why it developed, how you built it, what was the heart posture at that time, this is when your brand begins to be built. This is when your movement begins to be built because you'll realize that people a lot of times will buy something based on the emotion that they get when they hear about it, when they connect to the idea. So for me, the more I began to tell people the story about the No Complain campaign, then they would say, oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Or man, I agree with you on that. And this is the spot where the No Complain campaign began to create conversation. Because some people say, well, John, does this mean you don't complain anymore? And I'd say, no, that's not what this means at all, actually. No, that's, that, that's not what this means. Uh, but what it does mean is that I'm more conscious of what I'm saying. And then I come back quicker or sooner to operating within positivity, right? So understanding that, what we want to break down here is this, is this, okay? So building your movement, you have to tell your story and you have to be eloquent in telling your story. And that happens over time, right? The more times you tell the story, the better you can communicate that story to a given person, people, et cetera, et cetera, right? So um, as you communicate that story, begin to think of where are the connection points or relation points for other people? And then also begin to think of what emotions your movement pulls out, okay? So tell the story and get comfortable telling the story and identify the emotions, right? The next thing is you have to find a way to make your movement bigger than you, okay? So my movement was entitled the No Complain Campaign, right? No Complain Campaign, even in my book, right? Even in my book on the... First page, actually, it says, can't see it, you can't see it right there, you can. The No Complain Campaign presents process, and then it says the rest of my book title. I made the no complain bigger than myself when I began to tell people the story, part one, but then part two was then I began to ask people 
would they be willing to share their story as well? So I created a campaign around the idea, which was my movement, right? So then what started happening was, and let's see if I can pull it up. If you're uh, rocking with me on uh, live on YouTube uh, or watching on YouTube, you may be able to see this because I'm going to see if I can uh, pull it up on no complain campaign. Let's see if I can pull it up on Instagram. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yep. Okay. So, so like I said, we began to get people to share their stories. And then as people began to share their stories on their platform, right? I have an example right here. This is my homegirl, uh, Afritina Coker. And let me go ahead and, like I said, if you're rocking, then I will share. So look, here we have, here we have my, my, my friend, Afritina here, and she is sharing. So look, I took this testimony of hers because I would ask people to share their story, ultimately, which was their testimony. And then I asked them to hold up a no complaint campaign paper. And they would just write hashtag no complaint campaign. And then boom, I got one person to share it who was Tina. Okay. And then even after Tina, what I began to do was I began to get more and more and more people to share their stories, share their stories, share their stories. And I would reach out to people who were rappers. I would reach out to people who were photographers. I would reach out to everyday adults, right? Dope people as a whole. And then this began to build the movement. Why? Because first it started with the story. The story would resonate with the people. And it would resonate because it would hit an emotion and create relatability. After that, then they would want to hop on board and they would hop on board because now it gives them the opportunity for them to share their story. And then after that, more and more and more people began to share. So for you out there, when you when it comes to building a brand and this goes all across the board, because if we think about Steve Jobs with, with Apple and the iPhone and everything like that, it started with a story. It started with a story. Bill Gates, it started with a story. We can go down the line of whoever, your favorite entertainer. Started with a story. Tyler Perry, Steve Harvey. It started with a story. It started with them. Started with Steve Harvey uh, having $300 in his last $300. He paid to buy a flight ticket to where he can go to New York and do the showtime at the Apollo. And then after that, what did he do? He had to stay in his car and then he tried to stay upstairs longer and, and just hang around because he didn't have nowhere else to go. It starts with a story. So when it comes to you building your brand and building your movement, and I'm using those words interchangeably because brands should be movements. You have to be comfortable sharing your story. And then after that, then once again, you make it bigger 
than yourself. That's the part two. You always need to make it bigger than yourself. Why do I, why didn't you make it bigger than myself, John? You make it bigger than yourself because people will be more likely to hop on board to it. And then the last part is give them a place to go. You got to give people a place to go. You don't want people to get riled up, get excited. And after that, they're like, what's next? I don't know what's next. You didn't tell me what's next. You, you didn't, you didn't uh, contact me. You didn't send me an email. You didn't give me a Facebook group. You didn't give me a LinkedIn group. I'm not in a group me. I'm not in a Telegram chat. I don't know where to go. So now I'm going to look for the next thing. You don't want that to happen. You want to capture people when they're at their highest point and they're excited about the movement. You want to find a way to begin to galvanize or to bring these people all together in one spot to where now, as this audience is here, as this movement has been created by way of telling a story and putting a campaign together, now we have them all in this spot. So now we're going to communicate with them directly and then let them know about different things that we want to move forward as a group. All right. Hey, all right. If this helped anybody, let me know in the chat. Let me know in the chat if this was helpful for you. Uh, let me know what what's the name of your movement, right? Because the whole purpose of the No Complain campaign and why I was talking about being thankful because it helped me. It helped me to focus on being thankful and showing gratitude in my own life. And by way of it helping me, I said, let me bring other people into this so that we can help each other. So drop your movement in the chat. Let us know what your movement is about. Let us know what you do with your movement because we want to know. We want to know. You know what I'm saying? How else do you move a movement if you're not giving or showing any momentum? Family, this is Jonathan Jones. Thank y'all so much for rocking with me on this episode of Beyond the Ball Live. We're talking about how to build a movement. All right. So uh, I love you all. God bless I'm going to see you next Thursday, but meantime, in between time, on Apple, on Spotify, uh, on your favorite podcast streaming platform, be sure to tap into Beyond the Ball with Jonathan Jones, and there you can check out other content uh, to where we talk about um, we talk about life, we talk about transitioning in life, career, everything like that. All right, family, until next time, peace, and God bless. Peace.